Welcome to Travel Vanter with Tom and Angie. Angie, this is episode two of 2019. Can you believe it? Yeah, and I think it's episode like 15 overall. <laughs> have we done it that much? I think so. Wow. So I have to go back and do the math, but... Uh, well, we'll have to see how many people are listening we'll to us. We'll have to start to do better. I, I know we have at least one listener because she confirmed it uh, in December. You yes. know who you are. Thank you very much. Thank you. And our, <laughs> our three children and plus two spouses should be listening. So we should have six. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, so we this is going to be Iceland uh, Part 3B. Okay. All right, so we're going to continue talking about Iceland, which is kind of where we left off uh, last October, but in last week's episode, we talked about the Blue Lagoon. Mm-hmm. We left the Blue Lagoon, and that's where we finally got to check into our hotel in the early evening on the first day that we were in Iceland. Mm -hmm. Um, Iceland accommodations, you know, hotels in Reykjavik, it's one of the more expensive European cities to to visit. So, uh, you know, unless you do maybe Airbnb or something like that, you know, you're going to pay you know, pretty decent amount, even for a kind of a modest hotel room. Mm -hmm. Um, We picked the Hotel Reykjavik Centrum, which is as implied in the name, relatively kind of central. It is. In, in a very, just, I don't know, architecturally, it was a cool part of town, yes. very close to the city hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, any reflections on you know first reactions of, of getting there? You know, when we first got there, I was really impressed with um, how easy it was to understand the flow of Reykjavik and a lot of places we've gone like at some of the smaller places in Italy you kind of get into the town and things kind of go in a circle and things that it's a little confusing to figure out how to walk or get around the town. Reykjavik was I think very different. It um, was easy to understand the roadways. It's a newer city than a lot of the places we've been. But I was really impressed with how um, easy as a pedestrian it was to navigate. The room was, I thought, very comfortable, very yes. spacious. Um, had a little refrigerator, which is always fun when yeah. uh, you're going to eat too much and you have leftovers or uh, want a stash of beer or a bottle of wine somewhere. Yeah, yeah it was very. It was. It was a simple room, but very comfortable. Yeah. Um, we had a nice view. We had a, a street view from our window, uh, but the, where it was located, if they weren't busy streets. They were more close to city center streets. So it was really um, a, a nice, a nice room. Very nice accommodations. Yeah, you mentioned kind of ease of getting around. It, almost every city we have traveled to, uh, maybe domestic or or international. Um, one of the first things I typically do is get lost very quickly, <laughs> um, but it did not really, I think we even talked about it when we were there, it just never really felt lost. No, no, you not know, at it all. It was fairly straightforward, uh, you know, like efficiently designed or whatever, but never really mm-hmm. felt lost. It's a very yeah. safe place, very clean. Yes. It, in fact, one of the things that we noticed and we commented on several times is you don't see um, law enforcement out in no, force. No, never, nowhere. We even asked some people, <laughs> where did. are the police? Like, we don't need them. Yeah, they have them. Let, let's not mistake. They do have them. But you don't notice the presence there like you do in other places. Like in Italy, you, you notice a large uh, military and police presence. And even here in the U.S., you see patrol officers just patrolling their beats. But we didn't really notice any of that. Uh, we did learn that not by any... Um, 
that we got any tickets or anything, but we did learn in the process of talking to people and understanding Iceland that a lot of the the highway patrol is done via camera. So there 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 are enforcement there is enforcement, you just don't see a lot of that presence there. All right, so yeah, very safe place, very comfortable, uh, very easy to, to get around. So we were checking into the hotel, and um, I, I would recommend that hotel one because the rooms were nice. It, you, I think the value was there just mm -hmm. based on uh, the service was excellent. The people were nice. There was a breakfast included in the rate, and a boy, great was it breakfast. great. It was outstanding. Yes. Absolutely. Included all kinds of local specialties that you would want to yeah. try. The skier, um, the, the rye bread, the uh, anything you could think of. Smoked salmon oh, was just out amazing. of this world. So um, highly recommend it. Um, so we're checking into the hotel. And we I think we talked in the last episode that one of the reasons we picked Iceland was the Northern Lights is a bucket list item. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we had We've booked several tours, and we'll do another episode where we talk more about the actual tours that we took, the day trips from. But we had booked a Northern Lights hunting uh, tour already. Um, but I also knew that, you know, it's very hit and miss. There's the weather forecast, and then there's the, the Aurora Borealis forecast. And mm -hmm. those two kind of have to kind of come together to have a really good chance for you to actually see yeah. the Northern Lights. And so I knew that even though we had a night with a tour booked, we probably may want to seek out other opportunities. But so we get to the hotel, we're checking in and it's, it's mid evening, you know, it's kind mm -hmm. of maybe dark already. And yeah. so I noticed a sign on the desk saying Northern Lights tours are on tonight. So every day the tour operators will tell you or tell the hotels whether they're going or not going based on the forecast. Um, and I looked at the sign, and we were exhausted. We were tired. We were relaxed because we were come from the spa, but we have been up a long time. And there's a part of me that was doing the, you only have so many nights here, math, and if they're going, we should take every opportunity. It wasn't necessarily inexpensive. It would have been another, you know, 60, 70 bucks or whatever. But, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, a bucket list item is probably worth that. You wouldn't look back and regret spending that if you saw it. Right. The other part of me was we already had a tour booked for the very next night. And I we were so I said, you know what? I, I said, I passed. And, and so we're at breakfast the next morning. And there was a, I guess, a senior tour group that was staying in the hotel. And so we're, we got to breakfast kind of early. We were sitting down and it's we're kind of getting cool. comfortable enjoying the food. And people start filling in the tables around us from this tour group. And what was everybody saying? They were talking about the amazing <laughs> Northern Lights of show. Of course the night before. they were. And, and we have to add, the, the forecast for the, the Northern Lights that night, it, it goes from like a either a 2 to a 7 or a 1 to a 7 or a or 0 to 7 or 0 to 9, something like that it was only at like a two right it was so that that number, played into yeah. it a little bit as well but for some reason they fired like anything that night i guess and and probably just shortly after we had gone to bed that night right. is when they <laughs> when they started so that was a little disappointing but you know hey, what do you do you make the best decision you, you can but of course mm -hmm. murphy's law was going to break that way um or maybe in iceland it's thor's law i don't know <laughs> um but so, you know, like I said, we went to bed and we got up the next morning. But, you know, and I kind of rationalized it by saying, well, if the forecast is the same tonight as it was last night and everybody's saying how great it was, well, then we're just going to have a good old time. <laughs> um, 
So before we get to more about the Northern Lights, though, one of the things that we always try to do when we go to a city we haven't been to before is take a walking tour. And I would say in Iceland, uh, in Reykjavik, it was fantastic. It was. I think, of, and it was a little bit different than some of the other tours that we've done. We do a lot of the academic tours. This one was a walking... Meaning like history. History, yes. A history of the city. This one was a food tour that, that was a walking tour. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. But it had, our guide had, um, there was a lot of history involved in it. So it was kind of the best of, right. of both worlds. Yeah, it was a great tour. Yeah, and it was cold and drizzly and it rained on and off and you just kind of just power through. So. You do, you do. I think our guide Thor said, how do you tell a native Icelander from a tourist? <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, by the way they were dressed. Right, a native <laughs> Icelander will have like a sport coat and a scarf yeah. and a tourist will have seven rain jackets and two umbrellas. <laughs> but but I have to say our, our guide Thor uh, was wearing one of the big heavy jackets and boots and a cap and so... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, another interesting thing, just a, a little side note, um, the name Thor in the U.S. Is, I was just going to say were that. Were you going to say would. that? Would you like the honor? No, I, your okay. voice is much better than mine, <laughs> so you do. So we, the name Thor is kind of a, a novelty name, not in a bad way, but you don't hear it very often here in the U.S. And we were talking to our guide about that you don't hear that name very often. And he says, really? It's the third most common male's name in Iceland. And on our trip, we met three different guides whose in name... In seven days, we in met seven three days, <laughs> whose name was Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are... When you have a baby in Iceland, there's an official list of names that you have to pick from. And there are, I guess, you know, several thousand names yeah. on this list. And then if you want to use a name that's not on the list, you have to petition the government to use it. If they accept it, then it gets added to the list and, and anybody can a use part. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but that walking food tour was... I, can, let's talk for just a couple minutes about that because I think it's a really great introduction to any city any type of walking tour you did that you do but this for us was gave us a bit of history of the city it gave us a bearings for the city but it was also a great way to um to use our food budget that day we got the walking tour as well as pretty much i would say a day's the, worth of food it's a good point so reykjavik as i as i mentioned is is an expensive place to go in general mm -hmm. you just know that going in um, so no use griping about it when you're there. You know that going in or you don't go. Um, and, and every city where we have done a food tour, when we're done, we're, we're not stuffed. in the mood for eating anything. Like dinner that yeah. night never happens because you've eaten so much over a long period of time through the day that, yes. that you're just, you know, rolling back to your hotel or taking extra walks to walk it off. So it really is an added value, especially in a, an expensive place like Iceland, a food tour that fills you up, um, includes, uh, includes a couple of beers here and there, yeah. warms you up. Um, but then, you know, like you so see, you don't have to, you don't buy dinner just because you don't want it. You're just stuffed with, then you've had such a great sort of choices or a sampler uh, of, mm -hmm. of food over, over a good period of time. So that's a great point. Yeah. And in Reykjavik on, on the particular food tour that we did, um, as I said, we got a lot of history. We walked through a lot of, we walked by a lot of points of interest that our guide was able to share history with us about. And you saw the, 
uh, prominence of art in Reykjavik. We walked by a lot of the, the metal sculptures and we walked by the, the big church and we walked by um, beautiful buildings and, and got a history of why it, Reykjavik means something like the Smoky Bay or something like that. So, so you, you learn about the city as well, about, as well as the food customs, why they eat particular foods in that part of the world. I thought that was an interesting piece of, you know, there's a lot of seafoods and there's a lot of things on menus that, in, that are somewhat taboo in other places. Yeah, I think uh, we should do a food-specific episode. Yeah, so, but, but you learn so much when you do a... In Iceland, we learned so much on that food tour about the culture and about the city and had that awesome day full of food with a great group of people. I think we had a really great group of people on our tour as well. Hopefully they say the same thing about us. I hope so. I might have brought down that curve a little bit. <laughs> I'm so social. Um, so the um, I want to spend the, the other part of this podcast talking a little bit about the Northern Lights. Yes. Um, so we um, we had our tour scheduled. Well, let's see. Before we had the tour scheduled, correct me if I'm wrong, but we had we looked at the forecast and it was okay, mm -hmm. or it was supposed to be gray or cloudy, but the clouds ended up kind of parting, Clearing. and there was several ways um, that you could go see the Northern Lights in Reykjavik with all the city lights. The the general um, rule is you're really not going to see them in mm -hmm. the city because the lights are too bright. You they have, have to, to be get really out. firing to see them in the you city. You have to get out. So I, I did some research and I read, well, there's this lighthouse, at, you know, three or four miles kind of along the coast outside of Reykjavik where the city lights kind of, mm -hmm. uh, kind of go at bay. And uh, so we decided, well, after dinner, well, why don't we walk out that way yeah. and see if we can see them? Because the sky was clear. It was very clear. It was Boy, beautiful. was it cold. It was cold. <laughs> Probably in the 20s, maybe. Right. <laughs> so based on, you know, our friends at breakfast telling us what they had seen the night before and knowing we still had our tour scheduled for the next night, that we decided to go ahead and walk. And we walked and we walked and we walked. And we, we did. We got out. I never actually made the lighthouse. I like I still doing the mileage math. I'm not sure exactly why we didn't get there because it really felt like we walked a long way. We but did. We, I, I think we walked out three miles. We so. got out of the city lights and we kind of sat on some rocks along the coast mm -hmm. and uh, looked up at the sky and hung out for a couple of hours. We did. We, we saw. We saw falling stars. Shoot lots we, of shooting stars. We saw so. the constellations. It, it was a beautiful, beautiful sight. Yeah, I think I saw, hey, there's a shooting star. Oh, I missed it. That's what yeah. you said. And then I said, oh, there's another shooting star. Oh, I missed that one too. So about the fourth or fifth one. I finally I saw one. I finally got one. But, but we did not see. We saw Bubkus. We saw city lights, shooting stars, and... No northern and lights. No northern lights. And a few locals, because we were... This is almost... It was like the suburbs of Reykjavik. It was. So there were people mm -hmm. probably looking at us going, what are those crazy people doing out there? <laughs> They're probably thinking, tourists. <laughs> so we walked back and, uh, and uh, enjoyed a good night's sleep um, mm -hmm. and uh, knew that we had the tour the next day. So, <laughs> so it was tour day, mm -hmm. and the forecast was... Well, no, actually, 
the first tour we were scheduled on, the forecast did not cooperate. So it got canceled. And so I, the tour operator reached out in the middle of the day and said, hey, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So blah, blah, blah. I think that's why we ended up walking on our own because yeah. the sky ended up clearing up. So we decided, well, we've got the time anyway. Let's go do that. So they moved our tour to the next day, and they'll do that. So if you are going to Reykjavik and you want, or Iceland, you want to see the Northern Lights, book a tour early in your stay because yes. if the if the forecast doesn't cooperate and the tour operator calls, they will let you go for free on subsequent tours until you see them for the length of your visit. And then if you don't see them, a lot of the tours will actually, if you come back, most people maybe won't do this, but you could come back within a year, they'll let you go again for free. So mm -hmm. um, definitely, definitely do that. So we, um, it was, the tour got canceled, rescheduled, and uh, I think I actually called because I rescheduled it for like two, I was looking yes. at the weather forecast and I said, all right, well, like Tuesday didn't, got canceled, Wednesday didn't look so good, let's try Thursday. It was the best weather forecast mm -hmm. well wednesday came around and it started our tour guide said you guys should go tonight, tonight. we were on a day tour outside of town i guess you guys yeah. should go tonight so i contacted the tour company and then scheduled it and then we got on the tour mm -hmm. and then um so we walk from our hotel to the bus stop the pickup point there's a there was a couple blocks from hotel was where all of the tours kind of pick up and drop off and, um, and so we're standing there and look up in the sky. I'm like, wait a minute, what's that? Yeah, and, and at first we saw something that looked almost like when on a very clear night from most places in the U.S., when it's when there's no moon, you can see the Milky Way. Right. When you're away from the Northern Lights. It, it almost looked a little bit like that. But then it started getting a little bit more prominent. And, and it gets brighter and it starts dancing and brighter. And we're so we're we're like 15, 20 minutes before our scheduled pickup time, standing with an, about a half a dozen other people in waiting for Center. Northern Leicester in the middle of the city where they said you won't see them looking up and getting this oh, amazing Northern Light show and they're dancing and it they're moving amazing. around and they, it's bright. They, and they were they were green and they were purple and they were pink and they were blue. It, it was the entire spectrum of what you see in those right. amazing northern lights photos um right there in the city so we had like this 15 20 minute show and and then the tour bus pulls up and the tour operator is also seeing it and is getting pretty excited yeah it's like come on jump on let's go <laughs> and the first part of the tour there's actually a northern lights museum in town and they they take you over there for 15 or 20 minutes to kind of t tell you the science behind the northern lights and the history in iceland blah 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 and so there were several tour operators that kind of, it's almost like if you've been to Africa on safari or photo safari or whatever, like they'll talk in several, several Jeeps will be talking to each other saying, hey, the lions are over here or they're hunting mm -hmm. over here. And everybody kind of goes that direction. Well, the Northern Lights kind of work. It's a hunting trip, right? So right. there were, there were several, three or four shuttle guys working, van guys working together to try to find, and they all just met at this museum and they decided, you know what? it's happening now we don't know how long it's going to last let's skip the museum tour i kind of hustled us through there back in the vans and off we go up up and out maybe about 30 40 minutes out maybe of town something like that yeah and um we got out of the van and it was very dark we were definitely out of the city lights and we waited and we waited, waited and we waited <laughs> 
And so it was getting very, it was getting colder and colder. At this point, we're about 18 degrees Fahrenheit. It was cold. It was cold. And then so, and so the guide kept saying, oh, no, they're there. They're there. You see that? You see that? And so, you know, really, if you had a camera and you left the shutter open and then you looked at the picture you Mm -hmm. just took, you would see the green northern lights. Yes. Um, They were just faint to the naked eye. Um, and so there were a few moments where it got a little brighter and danced around a little bit. Nothing quite matched the show we got waiting in for the city. shuttle. And I think one thing you should know about the Northern Lights, and, and we found this out, I think, doing some more research. A lot of those really awesome, amazing photos that you see are done with special lenses that have with a particular light setting and and. Um, long um long exposure lenses and and there's there's some special things special photography things that go in primarily long exposure yeah quality lenses so so you won't necessarily see what you see in those photos every time you see the northern lights you there will be moments like we had in Reykjavik where they are dancing and it's just amazing and with my my little canon power shot that I have I got some great photos um, which will all I think I've posted some on our travel banter page, but I'll post some more on there as well. Right, nothing, nothing. We didn't get any pictures that would make National Geographic, but it proves we saw what we said we saw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. so it was awesome, and then we were because we knew we had seen them in the city lights. We actually went back the second to the last or the last night we were there. We went back to that uh, area. In the city center, there's this lake and mm-hmm. some benches, and we just kind of parked ourselves there. And we saw so, some faint. Yeah, We saw them again, faint. you know, for the faint, yeah, or uh, for the third time, second time. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, checked it off the bucket list. It really was awesome, and yeah. it was very exciting to see them. And it was. It, it was. Definitely worth it. And if you go in the summer, you won't see them. It's definitely a winter activity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cold no matter what. Um, but uh, it was good. Um, so, any other Northern Lights comments or facts or impressions? Um, I like I, I have always said I have wanted to see those in my lifetime. I would love to go back and see them again, but Agreed. it was definitely mm-hmm. in in one of those top ten life moments for me. So so amazing and so beautiful. All right. Well, um, we're going to end uh, this Iceland episode, I think, right here. We've got a couple more. Uh, we'll talk a lot about food, I think, in one episode. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do another one when we talk about the day tours um, and, uh, and then see where we go next. Thanks for spending some time with me. Thank you. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.